Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Izzy Talks. I have the pleasure of interviewing today an old friend. She's also a former co-worker, and I believe we worked together for about a year and a half. But nowadays, she lives in the USA, and she's here today to tell us all about her adaptation phase. And what exactly it is that she does in the USA? Is she working or is she studying? Thank you for tuning in. Okay, so hello and welcome to another episode of Izzy Talks. And today with me, I have an old friend. I guess you could say that she's an old friend. We've known each other for quite a while now, and uh, she's actually a former co-worker. Uh, we worked together for about a year and a half, was it? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, she was one of the best employees we had, actually. Uh, we still remember her with, uh, well, we're sad that she went away, but she went away for a good reason. She actually lives in the U.S. now. And she's been there for quite a while, um, and we're going to get to know what it is that she's doing in the USA. Is she working? Is she studying? So, without further ado, let me introduce her to our conversation. So, Ketling, welcome. How are you? Thank you, Izzy. That's that was a really good introduction. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> um, I'm pretty good. Um, thank you. It's really, it's really nice to hear from you. It's nice to see that you're well. Uh, you know, we, we're always rooting for you and cheering you on from, from over here in Brazil. And we're always, we always pray that you achieve everything you set out to achieve. We're really, really proud of you. So it's really nice to see that you're okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? How old are you? Okay, um, I'm from São Paulo, Brazil, a small city called Hortolândia. Um, I'm 21, um, turning 22 soon, mm-hmm. <laughs> July 3rd. Um, yeah, and my parents still live in Hortolândia. Um, um, unfortunately, they're not here with me, which is really hard. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, that's it. <laughs> cool. And where are you currently living? in the US? Uh, I'm living now in Denver. Actually, I always been here since I came. Um, uh, I'm in Denver, Colorado. It's an amazing place. It's super good vibes. They have nature, hiking. On the winter, we can go skiing. Oh, so wow. it's an amazing place. I've never been to a place like Colorado, so I really love here. How's the weather? Uh, summer is like burn (laughs) it's really really hot um but in the winter it's really cold so winter here start earlier than other states because we are on the mountains so denver isn't is higher than the other cities Mm -hmm. um and fall is beautiful with all the uh, the the trees in the streets we can see like they falling you know change colors in spring so it's it's wonderful 
So, so it's a, it's the typical, it's that typical American city where you get all the, 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 the seasons in the right time of the year, you get autumn or fall, as you call it, um, <laughs> summer, winter. So it's, it's, it's very equally divided, is it? Yes, it is. Which was really hard for me when I arrived because I was like, fall? What was that? <laughs> um, and like, in Brazil, we don't really have a winter because, I mean, who is in Brazil, they would be like, oh, here's cold. But like, mm -hmm. winter here is really cold. Yeah. Um, but it's cozy cold, you know? And mm. the houses have, they have like heater. So inside the house is not cold. So, um, yeah, but they have all the seasons and it's pretty. My favorite one is fall and spring. Because in spring we have the the rain and the 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 all the the trees and blossoms are coming mm -hmm. and then fall they are falling so it it's beautiful. And is it like we see in the movies? Like do do you get those uh, the trees they all uh, all the leaves fall down and uh... yeah exactly the squirrels on the movies and then you see here in front of the house sometimes I can see from my window too it's really cute. Oh, that's nice. And uh, do the children actually go out every ha Halloween and wear costumes and stuff like that? They do. I go with them and I ask for candies too. Of course you do. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> yeah. And it's really cute. All the little kids in the neighborhood going trick or treat. It's really yeah. cute. <laughs> so just like we see in the movies then. Yeah, it's really American. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. And uh, how long have you been there? I've been here for almost two years. I mean, it's gonna turn to two years now in June, uh, June 24th. Um, yeah, it's been wow. a long time. <laughs> so you arrived uh, June 26th, is that right? Yes. And uh, your birthday was right after, what, a week that you were there? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's nice. So you Yeah. And one day before the 4th of July, so... Exactly. So it was a lot of emotions for me because it was my first week with my host family and my first birthday out of my house, out of my country, away from my parents and siblings. Yeah. Um, so it was really emotional for me. But at the same time, a, re a whole new experience coming, you know, in front of me. So, um, and they they were lovely with me in my birthday. So mm -hmm. it was amazing. So you talked about, you just mentioned your host family. So um, it's interesting that, you know, she, uh, uh, Ketling didn't go to the US to live on her own. She's actually doing something, right? What is it that you're doing? Could you tell our listeners, please? I'm doing an exchange program called Au Pair. Um, this name is actually not English, it's French, <laughs> which mm -hmm. is weird, but um, au, pair, au Pair Program is a program where you can come and leave the experience of living with a whole family and have the whole immersion of talking English all the time and going to school here mm -hmm. and talk English and have the whole holidays experience and, mm -hmm. um, and take care of kids, which is that that the reason of au pair program you right. come to take care of kids so you um, go and you you help out with the kids 
but you also have that um, immersion in the culture and well you become one of their family don't you you become one of a part of their family exactly yes um so we come here they pay us um um they pay us uh, like a fair amount of money where we can take care of the kids stay in their house have the opportunity to like improve our english and they pay everything for like food your your place your room mm -hmm. um and you have the opportunity to go to school too. You can um, choose whatever you want to do. If you want to do English, if you want to do TOEFL, um, okay. if you want to do going to college here, you oh, can wow. do like classes. You just go there and watch the classes. Have you chosen to do anything? Yeah, I did TOEFL um, and I did writing because um, was one thing that I had to like improve. Uh -huh. um and so I, I i want i really want to like do the writing and it was really good because i had to like do essays for college and the class yeah. so it was really intense um but yeah my favorite one was writing for sure so just to make this clear because now our students here at open access they have to do an essay once That's great. yeah once every term they have an essay to do and they're always complaining, oh, but oh, how, how long, how, <laughs> how many words or, yeah, because in English learning, we, we count words, we don't count lines or anything. I think it's the same in, in the regular uh, educational system in the US, right? You count words. I believe so, yeah. I think they count wor uh, words. Um, I'm not sure how many, maybe a thousand, but I, because they have different kind of essays, so yeah. there is a the the essay you need to write for, to go to college is a little intense. So I think that one is probably more. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm not sure how many words are. But I really enjoy that. It was really because I like to write in Portuguese. So I was like, I'm bad in that in English. How come? <laughs> you know. Um, so I had to like do the classes and see if um, they would help me, and they did. That's really cool because like we're trying to motivate our students to practice writing mm -hmm. and uh, the first year we, t we tried it, um, my advanced students, I asked them to write at least um, 2,500 words. But some of them got carried away and wrote like 3,500 words and then it all came down to me like I, I actually, I stopped to think that I had about 20 advanced students. <laughs> and if each one of them wrote 2,000 words, then I would spend the rest of my year reading. So. <laughs> that, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we don't have any idea how or if we can do that and, until we do it. So Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's the sense of accomplishment at the end is like, wow, I, I actually wrote 2,500 words. I'm so amazing. And that's the, that's the purpose. Nowadays, we, we don't ask for so many words, just around 300 to 500 words, but still it's the same feeling, you know? Yeah. Uh, and they also have to do a five minute presentation of their essay. So they have to go in front of the class and, and talk about what they wrote. Uh, mm -hmm. So it, uh, I tell them, look, this is no different from what you would have to do in any school or college in a foreign country. Totally. So thank you for giving us that experience. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now, it was great. You, you decided 
to become an au pair. Uh, so you help out around the house with the kids and um, they, in exchange, they give you a small, uh, not a small salary, but they, give, they do pay you, right? Yeah, they give me an, um, an amount of money yeah. for me to spend with the girls and it's weekly. It's like a weekly pay. Oh, okay. And, and they, they offer you their home um, yeah. and other things, I can imagine. Now, what inspired you to become an au pair? So, um, when I was eight, um, I started my classes, my English classes on open access. Um, and I, I, hear always... it, I hear it's a really good school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you bet. <laughs> um, I always heard, like, my teacher is saying about England and how their experience living there was amazing. And, and of course, at the, at the beginning, I was a really stubborn child. <laughs> I, I didn't want to like learn and everything, but then I realized that like, wow, how amazing this is. And like, how amazing I have this opportunity now to like learn English and maybe have this experience in England. You know, mm -hmm. so when I was looking to the au pair, the au pair program, my first time was like, I want to go to England, but there the program is not really like here. It's not mm -hmm. legal. They mm -hmm. don't have like a whole system for like agencies and everything. Um, so I said like, I need this immersion. I need to like put my, my English improve. Um, I need to prove my English actually, because I always were really concerned about like, is my English enough? But I never put myself on fire, you know? Yeah. Um, and my teacher always told me that he, <laughs> Paolo, he always told me, you need to speak, just speak. Mm -hmm. And when I arrived here, that happened. Because <laughs> you have to right it's like yeah you, you you have to talk there's no other exactly. option uh and nobody understands your native language so you have to communicate in english yeah you know? yeah so that was really inspiring for me and also like uh, in my church i used to have americans over and i was translate translating them mm -hmm. and i was like this is so short time I want more, you know, yeah. and, and now sometimes I don't even think anymore. <laughs> sometimes I'm watching TV. I don't even, oh my gosh, I'm watching TV in English, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's become yeah. natural to you, right? It's become natural. Yeah. Yeah. Of course I, I have all my mistakes, but, um, listen, is so good. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes I just forget that I'm talking and speaking and listening another language. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I can I can imagine how you feel because um, this immersion it forces you to to think in uh, in English because well you don't really have time to keep translating things in your mind so you're just gonna have to force yourself to think in English and um, it becomes natural to you so I bet that sometimes you're sitting at home and you're thinking in English even though like you're alone but you're thinking in English yeah sometimes because I'm like talking you know when you talk with yourself like you're talking with yourself and like I'm talking English with myself <laughs> so like it's a little crazy sometimes I laugh about it because it's so natural you know it's just come <laughs> yeah and and that's um partly uh due to the fact that you are living 
in a, an English speaking country and you have no way out, right? Do you, do yeah. you, would, would you attribute that to, to the fact that you are having this experience where you have no way out? Yes, yeah. absolutely. I think that when you, I mean, if I talk in Portuguese with them, they're not going to understand. So mm -hmm. I need to talk with them in English and try to understand them. So that's definitely why now I feel my English is much more better and better mm -hmm. um, because of this immersion, you know. So uh, you decided or you, you, you were inspired because of your English teacher and the experiences that he talked about and the fact that you, you already had contact with Americans uh, at yeah. your local church. Uh, and then how did you, what was the first thing you did? To become an au pair what was the first thing um so before i become an au pair um i decided i wanted to be an au pair when i was 15 but i i didn't have the age to be an mm -hmm. au pair because you need to be 18 um to come the first thing i did was like pray and talk with my my parents because my only concern was my dad because I'm really like close to him and like if he say I can't go I will be crushed but I'm not going you know um yeah. and then I told my dad told me like this is your dream since you were a child I can't I can't say no for you and like mm -hmm. I was 18 already but to be an au pair program you have to have experience with kids so um, I volunteered on a um, kindergarten, uh, on a chat, on a, um, um, school close to my house. Here so in Brazil? Had, yes, here yeah, in Brazil. Went, yeah. Yeah, there in Brazil. Mm -hmm. And I, I really liked little kids. So you can choose whatever age you want the experience. If you want like older kids, teenagers or toddlers or babies. And I chose that. To zero to four years five years um so i did the whole volunteer thing i got some extra hours with kids um and then after that i did my i got my drive lessons because you need to have your drive lessons to come as an au pair okay. um but the most important one is the um experience with kids because that's what you're gonna do here you're gonna take care of kids um, and if you don't know how to deal with them, yeah, you know, yeah, it's going to exactly. be complicated. Um, and then after that, I had to go to the agency and find an agency first and then ask them what I need to do to like prove my English. So I had to do a whole um, interview with the girl, the, with a woman that was um, in an agency. And after the interview they say you were approved or not and then i can start the whole process with okay so you first you go through an interview and then they say if you're approved or not and then you start the process yes so, so this is before you get a visa and all that yes so you need to go to, to the agency first do the interview after the interview you need to be approved or not because they need to see if you have at least an intermediate level of english because they need to know if you're gonna be able to like talk with mm -hmm. the family at least for like hi hello or if yeah, an emergency yeah. happens they need to know you are able to like express yourself mm -hmm. um 
So I did the interview um, and they told me I passed with advanced English. That was really good because I got some, um, my fee to pay was lower with advanced English and experience with under two kit, under two. Um, so your level of English influences the fee? It, it just influences if you have uh, experience with kids under two. Oh, okay. Yeah, so if you have advanced English and experience with kids under two, you're going to pay less than the normal girls or, yeah. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. And do you know why? Um, I don't know. Oh, it's because they classify you as an infant qualificated. So you qualify, you qualificate to take care of babies, which oh, okay. for them is really important to, to know that you can take care of babies. Right. So uh, after you do the interview, they approve you. So they tell you what level of English you have and if you're uh, qualified to take care of children under two. Yeah. And then uh, you start the whole process of paying for the program and uh, getting a visa. D does the agency help you to, to get a visa? Um, they help me with the documentation because I need the DS to 2019, uh, the name of the documentation. It's a J1 visa documentation. So they help me to find this, to get this paper from here, from mm -hmm. United States. So the agency here bring, send to them my documentation so I can go to the embassy in Brazil and get a visa. Um, but the interview, they kind of tell us like what you need to tell in the interview and everything. But I did everything by myself. I just, oh, wow. yeah. And everything worked out first time. Yes. Okay. So I got approved on an agency, at the agency, and then after that, I had to get my passport. I had to get the the um, experience, the reference, um, and then I stayed online on their platform where you find a family. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you. Um, you said a, a few minutes ago that you could choose what kind of family you would like to work with. But do you choose the family or do, do they choose you? It's both. Um, you can choose them and they choose you. It's like you, you see the family in the platform when they ask to join, you know, they ask to go to your profile and they see okay. your profile and then they ask, hey, can you talk with us? Oh, um, okay. So it's like a Facebook thing. Yeah, exactly. And then we talk through Skype, WhatsApp, whatever. Um, and we see if we are a good match. Right. So they're going to tell, you're going to talk with the, the family and the family is going to feel you if they, if you're yeah. like happy or whatever, you know. Um, How many families contacted you? I had um, 15 families. 15 families. 15 families. And I oh. stay... I was online for three months. Oh, that's a short time. Yeah. Isn't it? I mean, comparing yeah. to other girls. Yes. I've, I've heard about girls who's, who, who's waited for like a, a year or something for a family. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, mine was really quick. And the, um, you have a year actually to get a match. 
So okay. the agency tell you, you have an year to have a match. So you, as you know, you just take an year to find a family. Um, and some girls stay there for like three, four, five, eight months, you know. Okay. Yeah. So you, you had contact with other families and why did you choose your, your current host family? Um, first, when, um, when she, they were in my profile, she sent me like a test saying about their family. They were lovely. And she sent me like a website about Denver. And I was like, oh, that's nice. So I clicked mm -hmm. on the website and I started to see Denver. And I was like, oh my gosh, this place is amazing. <laughs> that's so cool. And then I went in their, like, in their page and I saw the little, girl, the little girl because the other one was baby. She was uh, pregnant, actually. So okay. I didn't see the baby. Um, I saw the little girl. Um, she was so cute and her pictures and her smile. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I am in love with this little girl. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> so, yeah, I talked with them. And I, actually, I was at work when, they, when I received an email saying they were there. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I need to see, I need to see. Um, and I answered them. But I put the wrong email. And I waited for them to answer me. And nothing, oh, nothing wow. happened. <laughs> So I was like, oh my gosh, they're not, they're not responding to me. What's yeah. happening? And then I went in my mail. I saw that the, her mail was wrong. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but then I had the chance to, like, reply again. Yeah, yeah well, good thing you noticed, her. though, right? Good thing you noticed. Right. And we talked in the Skype uh, the first time, and they were really, like, warm and asking about myself, about my family, about what I like to do, um, how was my experience um, mm -hmm. with kids. And what well, the conversation was really nice. And you know, when you talk with someone and like, just go, just- It flows, yeah. It flows the conversation. Yeah, so yeah, that was really good. And then so I met it, the girl. It, it's quite a long process. Would you say it's a long process to become an au pair? Because I mean, it, it seems to me that it was a long process, but it's, it's worth it, isn't it? Yeah, it's really, it's really um, requires a lot of patience, <laughs> for sure, for you mm -hmm. to find the right family, for you to be online, and then find another, a family, and then get your visa, and then come here. So yeah, it is a lot of process. And, um, and can you renew your contract? I mean, um, how long do you usually go for? For a year or, or more than that? Uh, you just, you can do just for two years. Oh, okay. So you can extend after one year and you can choose if you want to stay with your current family or if you want to go back home or if you want another family in another So state. are you about to come back? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to try another family? Uh, no, I can't. Um, oh. I just can't come back as an au pair if I stay in Brazil for two years. So I would need to go back, stay more two years, and then come back here as an au pair. Okay. I get yeah. it. And uh, what challenges did you face before moving? So uh, after all the process was done, after all the challenges that you faced with the process, because you have to <laughs> get all yeah. the visas and the do documentation, 
So what challenges did you face before uh, moving abroad and after the process? My biggest challenge was say goodbye for my, to my family. Um, because I was, I was like already with everything planned, you know, I, I already had my stuff um, to bring and everything, but I think the most challenge thing for me was to like really realize that, oh my gosh, I am going to another country and live there for a while without my family. Mm -hmm. Um, and still now it's really hard. And I know this family and I know that you're very, very close, aren't you? Yeah. You're very close, you guys. Yeah, I'm really close to my my family and that was really hard for me. Like when one day before we, I, I was crying already. <laughs> um, and then the airport and yeah, it was, was crazy and the airplane crying. Um, yeah, it was really hard for me. Yeah, it must be like... Uh... It, it's a completely, it's like stepping into the dark, isn't it? Because you, you don't know what it's going to be like. I mean, you have the contact with the family before, beforehand, but even though, I mean, you're leaving your, your actual family behind yeah. and you're stepping into a, a whole new world. And that's what I wanted to ask you. As soon as you stepped foot in the US, uh, what was your first impression? I was like, whoa. <laughs> Uh, because when I arrived here, I, I arrived in New York. I spent a, a week in New York. So for me, it was like, oh my gosh, I'm in New York. You know? Just like the movie. <laughs> Just like in the movie and a lot of light, the Times Square. And mm -hmm. people are speaking English and they don't have subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, so I was like, uh, hi. <laughs> yeah, and there's yeah. no one saying before, before, you, before people speak, right, when you go to a native country. And <laughs> it's funny because our students went to England last year and they were saying like, oh, before people speak, no one says, listen to the conversation between, between Jill and Tim. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Ask questions in exercise three. It's... <laughs> It's funny because it's just like the see, the class audios that we have. People speak <laughs> like that, but it's real life. Yeah, it's and life. it was really crazy because um, when you get when I got in New York, you need to to go through um, immigration, and I wasn't the guy that was like he was really like with mad face, and I was mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, he's not gonna let me go inside <laughs> um he took my passport and my passport was like with a um case so he didn't see i was from brazil but then in the interview he was like talking to me and when he took it off the case he was like oh you from brazil i said yes. well like that he asked you like that <laughs> yeah he said like oh you from brazil right and i was like um uh, yes <laughs> I thought you were Australian. <laughs> Australian? <laughs> like, Australian. What? Where did he get that from? I have no idea, but I said that you, as you, a... You look more American. Right? You look more American than Brazilian or Australian. <laughs> so. I don't know why. Uh, maybe. And then I was like, 
<laughs> okay. I was afraid to ask why he thought I was Australian, so I just let it be, you know. I don't know. He probably said any nationality that came into his head is like, I don't know, you're Australian. <laughs> but uh, so the first impact was of amazement, uh, yes. overwhelming, because it's just like, it, was it everything that you anticipated? Was it everything that you expected it to be? Um, looking now, I mean, yes, when I was in New York, I was like, oh, wow, this is exactly how I see in the movies. And then we went to the Times Square and I saw like a McDonald's and I said, like, let's eat in a McDonald's. And <laughs> my friends and I went to the McDonald's and I saw a burger for $1. And I was like, what? A burger for a dollar? <laughs> You know, like it's a refill Coca Cola, and that was like I was really excited, like buying stuff. Does it have Um, the same taste? Is McDonald's the same? Um, no, (laughs) no. (laughs) Um, the Coke here is not the same. I feel like, um, the in Brazil is is better. (laughs) Oh, really? You prefer it here? Okay, that's interesting. (laughs) They say they say that the taste changes because of the water. And uh, yeah, because uh, I remember uh, when you when when I go to England, and I drink the water, even if it's, you know, bottled water, the taste is completely different. Oh, but water doesn't taste. Well, it does. The water is much heavier in the UK. Yes, I agree. And here I don't buy um water bottle from the mm-hmm. like supermarket or whatever. Um because I feel the water tastes different. It does, doesn't it? It's a bit yeah. heavy or something like that. Yeah. And when I went to England I I felt the same way. Yeah. That the water was really heavy. Like I don't know how to explain but the water was really different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so interesting. And um did your opinion change over over time? Um, are you still amazed with what you see? I am not amazed <laughs> with how I saw New York. Like, um, now, here in Colorado, I still amazed. Like, every time I'm driving, I see the mountains, you know, in front of me. It's beautiful, and I never get tired of it. Mm-hmm. But looking now... <laughs> um, when I was in New York, I saw things more like, whoa, because I just got here, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, New York stinks. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay. No one shows that on movies. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It stinks. Um, they have a lot of um, homeless people. But I'm pretty sure that New York has a lot of beautiful places too, because I have friends that love New York, you know. It's yeah. just my opinion about New York. <laughs> no, I totally, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, um, every place has its good has its good side, right? And um, yes. I'm sure that New York is an amazing place. I've never been there personally, but you know, I, c- I can only imagine how amazing it is. But yeah, I would imagine that it it probably smells really bad because what they have eight million people or something. Yeah, and. Um, it's a lot like on Times Square you never know you don't see Americans on Times Square it's like all people from other places you know um, oh it's like London then because you you don't really see English people in London anymore (laughs) totally yeah now let me ask you about where you live in Colorado Um, you live in Denver are you 
are you near the Rocky Mountains? I'm 30 minutes from Rocky Mountain. Oh, wow. So yeah. you get the snow-capped mountains, you get to see the snow and stuff, yeah? Yeah, yeah. You get um, bears where you live? They have bears on up in the mountains only, not here in the city. Um, but yeah, moose, bears, um, um, what's the name? It's a little dog. I forgot the name. It's a... Like a fox? Hot dog. No, it's um, a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a it's a wild dog or something. Oh, really? It looks like a squirrel. You know, it's tiny. oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay, and uh, uh, do you miss your life here in Brazil? Not your family, because I know you miss your family. But do you miss <laughs> your life? No, I don't. <laughs> um, no, I I don't miss my life in Brazil. Um, um, yeah, I had so much experience here and I had to, I had the opportunity to travel a lot, which is something that is really good here that all the tickets are cheap and mm -hmm. some stuff are cheap, like food and, um, other stuff, you know, um, and I feel much more safe here, even though I know that in nowhere is perfect and mm -hmm. but here i can walk on the street at 9 a 9 p.m and with my phone and yeah. talking with someone and like talking with my friends i i'm not afraid of walking at night yeah um by myself you know um yeah so of course that we have violence here too which, but it's a, it's a yeah it's a different kind of violence right because yeah. as we said just now you know every place has has its good side. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I mean, Brazil has its good side and so does Denver or whatever. Totally. But um, every, every, every place has violence. Totally, yes. Right? There's violence everywhere, but the violence is different. Yeah. The violence is different. Um, I was thinking about this the other day, you know, like um, every, everywhere you go, you know that you're, well, you you it is dangerous everywhere you go nowadays in the world right and yeah. um it's the same in, in the uk um but the violence is different to what we're used to here in brazil uh i don't i don't really know exactly why but i feel like when i'm i'm abroad i feel scared for my life um but not like i am here yeah i agree because i mean I don't know how to explain to, but I feel that they can protect us, you know, like here, if, if I don't turn off the alarm of the house, the whole, the police is going to come, the, the fire, the fire department's going to come, the, you know, yeah, the yeah. ambulance is going to come. So it's like, it's something that it's quick. If they need, they go. And here, people respect a lot, like, those that protect, you know, like, police and mm -hmm. um, firefighters. Um, and I don't see these respect in Brazil. And mm. I think that makes any, you know, that makes any, all the difference because yeah. they do their job and they really do. Um, so that's why I feel safe. Yeah, I can see that. I I think um, I can imagine um, what you're saying, you know. Uh, really interesting. Um, 
to end our conversation and um we talked about all your process and and how it's been your uh to to adapt and how it was to adapt because it seems to me seems to me that you're very well adapted already but um what suggestions would you give to someone who who wants to become an au pair um i would tell them to be open and understand that nothing it's not gonna be like um 100 everything perfect you need to come and understand that here you're gonna grow you're gonna understand yourself you're gonna find your your path you're gonna maybe grow in a good way or maybe you're gonna understand that like oh this wasn't a good experience for me and that's really not what i want you know um i just tell everybody that wants to come and pair to like come with mind open and don't come with too much expectation of like oh my gosh everything's gonna be perfect i'm gonna be abroad i'm gonna be uh, in another country and i'm gonna travel i'm gonna do that i'm gonna you know just like try to relax to think that maybe this is a good opportunity to for you to grow and change your mind about stuff you know mm -hmm. um here i got really mature um on my ideas on what i want and um and i think that was my personal growth um so i tell them just come enjoy the opportunity to ex to improve your english and also being able to live in another country you know yeah. because this is a cheap um exchange program but at the same time brings a lot of emotions and a lot of um you know um mind well, thing yeah ex experience wise it's it's very rich isn't it experience yeah wise. it's really intense so it's like you need to keep your mental health you know because you're far away from your family and everything that happens here you need to do by yourself yeah exactly yeah so you're not just come here and like party all the time and you know leave that american movie life you know yeah yeah high school teenage um, life yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly mm -hmm. so i tell everybody come with open heart open mind and make you need to make your experience be good okay you, know? you need yeah. to let yourself be able to just enjoy and you know leave your experience yeah brilliant and uh let's end with this let's play a word game uh one word to describe your experience growth brilliant one word to describe your old life back here in brazil um that's hard mm. um um, oh, hard that's the word <laughs> hard <laughs> my life in brazil a word for my life in brazil um maybe love love okay and uh a feeling um a feeling um um miss like yeah um yeah <laughs> i understand what you mean yeah <laughs> i understand the feeling but we don't have that word in english do we yeah right <laughs> um I... let me um let me see um um a feeling like 
nostalgic maybe brilliant yeah okay. a plan for the future well um that that would be growth too um but in other areas brilliant do you plan to get married in the u.s and stay there for the rest of your life <laughs> that's i have no idea <laughs> i don't really have a boyfriend right now so but <laughs> that happens i need to have a start boyfriend. working on that start working on that <laughs> well ketling it was an absolute pleasure and an honor really uh to have you on my podcast um i hope to have you again um it would be amazing to have you come back and tell us more about your stories and tell us a bit more about your experience uh not only as an au pair but you know as as a uh, uh, as someone who lives in america and um who knows uh that other people have that dream and mm -hmm. you're you're living a lot of people's dreams at the moment yeah so um i'm really grateful thank you for accepting my invitation is there anything you would like to to, to say to finish um i just was I was really thrilled when you invited me so I'm really glad to like have the opportunity to speak a little bit about my experience because it's a whole experience you know it's really intense and a lot of things um I would have to say about it um but I mean I would never be here if it wasn't for you guys um for an open access and all the teachers and all the support and um everything you guys offered me the opportunity to to learn English and I would not be here if it wasn't for you. So um, I'm well, really, really, um, I really appreciate that, you know. Well, that's very moving and um, I'm very grateful. Uh, but, you know, your success is, is mainly because you put yourself out there and mm -hmm. you went after something that you wanted and uh, we could not be... Uh, prouder <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah we are so proud of you uh we talk about you to everyone and how you had a dream and you went out and you you achieved it and um we're really really proud of you Ketling. so thank you. Uh, i mean your english sounds absolutely amazing thank you uh, although it's I'm american but it. it's okay it's okay we, we i knew you, you were good <laughs> i knew it <laughs> Although I can I can change if you want it. <laughs> no, please don't, because you sound you sound amazing. Um, you know, uh, it's just it's it's so good to see that you're you're okay and how much you've actually grown as a person, as uh, as a student, as a person, and so on. So, thank you so much. Um, I hope our listeners have enjoyed this conversation as much as I have, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Izzy. Bye-bye.